electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. Q3 is coming to a close. It's been a very weak September for tech stocks in particular. Our Deirdre Bosa is here with a look at one key overhang for the market, and that is China, D. So China-U.S. geopolitical tensions, they've been on the rise this year. But beneath the headlines, there are signs that American companies are still making inroads there, and Chinese companies continue to take market share here. Let's go through them. There was Nike most recently, whose shares are soaring this morning, despite missing on revenue. It was the company's margins and confidence in the Chinese consumer that has investors enthusiastic. Now, the China technology relationship, more complicated to parse. There's the chip export ban, rising challenges for Apple, competition in EVs. Yet, the iPhone 15 saw a strong rollout despite the renewed threat from Huawei's latest smartphone model and those government restrictions. Yesterday, though, the country's internet regulator proposed relaxing rules on data flows abroad, easing worries about how multinationals could continue to operate there. Even today's headline from the journal, it's called Apple's latest China challenge, a crackdown that could shrink its app store. That may not be as bad as it seems on the surface. The new rules, they would affect both foreign and domestic app distributors. Meanwhile, Chinese e-commerce giants, they continue to make inroads in America. Bernstein expects Timu and Xi'an to reach 2% of the U.S. e-commerce market by year end and posits. This doesn't look like Wish or Live Shopping 2.0. It asks, is this the birth of new e-com giants? Now, if you thought that TikTok was a phenomenon, look at the U.S. downloads of Timu and Xi'an since September of last year. That's when Timu launched. Even if TikTok is further restricted here or banned altogether. Two other Chinese apps, these ones, they have captured the American consumer and are likely to grow from here, according to Wall Street. Now, looking ahead to November, guys, Chinese President Xi Jinping, he's headed right here to California for the APEC summit. That could be the next opportunity to either quell or reignite tensions. But as you started, Carl, by saying tech is coming off of a very rough September, if we see further cooling in these in this relationship, that could help a comeback in the rest of the year. Uh, you mentioned the possibility, at least, of maybe she and Biden getting together uh, in San Francisco. There's this piece yeah. today about Yellen trying to improve uh, relations and communication. And then we did have at least a couple of firms today tweak higher their forecast for China GDP this week. Nomura is one example. Yeah, and I think even if you look at sort of the macro backdrop, how China's economic rebound has kind of disappointed post-pandemic, you can see that brands like Nike and Apple are still seeing pretty good demand there. And I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that it's very popular right now in Washington to bash China. But when you look at what the businesses there are doing, there's room for some debate. These two economies are still extremely intertwined. And even though Apple is sort of looking to diversify, not sort of, is diversifying into places like India, still derives a lot of its revenue there. And demand is strong for now. So it could be just a point to say that maybe the China rebound is still underway for American companies that operate there. Yeah, we've certainly had some moments of doubt regarding that, D. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Thanks, Deirdre Bosa, on Tech Check today.
Welcome back. Tech stocks had a rough end to the summer, and it's been a rough ride lower in September as well. Is it all that bad, though? Maybe not so much. It could have actually been even better if it weren't for Apple, according to Bernstein. Deirdre Bosa is here to discuss in today's Tech Check. Deirdre, what do we know? Well, so Kelly, the last month in particular has sort of felt like the big tech give back. But when you look a little closer, it's really felt like more like a blip. Now, I want to show you this graphic and it gives it looks at the gains in the first half of the year versus gains in the second half so far. As you said, Kelly, Apple is really the culprit here, also because of its oversized weighting in the broader indexes down about 10 percent. But it has still not just call it. 40% in the first half of the year. NVIDIA, take that stock. We know that it's been carrying the rest of the markets. It reached a trillion dollars in market cap. It's only down about 3% since the end of June, barely denting that tripling in the first half of the year. You mentioned that Bernstein note. Here's how they put it. They said perception among some investors is that tech is in a lull and have given back a chunk of its first half gains. That said, it's only modestly underperformed the market on a cap-weighted basis since July 1st. Excluding Apple, it is almost flat relative to the market. Kelly, it also underscores this notion that big tech, remember earlier this year, it can also be seen as defensive because they've got these pristine balance sheets, very profitable, big moats. And of course, then you add in the generative AI hype cycle, which, you know, for some investors looking at this could mean much higher growth in the years ahead. No, and and I think that it's for sure that whatever staples were, you know, 20 or 30 years ago, tech, I mean, your iPhone obviously feels like it, it fills that position today. It is notable, though, that Apple is such a big part of tech's underperformance. It is. And when you think that revenue isn't actually growing, right, right they've seen some declines, they're expected to see a decline this year. That is worrying, and that leads some people to say that this stock is overvalued or it looks expensive. When you look at valuations for the you know, tech as a whole, though, they remain elevated versus historical levels. So that is something to take into consideration. But again, you have this sort of AI boom that is supposed to bring those numbers up later. And when it comes to Apple as well, there's a debate. How do you judge that growth, right? Services is still growing quickly. You think about the installed base. Um, can that grow and sort of make up for decline in smartphones, the iPhone? Indeed. Deirdre, for now, we appreciate it as tech closes out a tough month, but not, not maybe as tough as you thought. Deirdre Bosa reporting yeah. for Tech Check. People today can spend half their lives over 50. So it's good to be financially ready for what's important to you as you get older, like a family vacation. Or starting your dream business. Welcome to Connie's Coffee. How may I help you? AARP's trusted financial tools can help you plan for whatever your future holds. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Start planning today at aarp.org slash money tools.